Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, welcome back to the Chase Thomas podcast, where I'm still the aforementioned Chase Thomas. Mister Evan Swords of 49ers Hub is here. Oh, Evan, uh, we had to tape this different day, different time. Because uh, let me check my notes here. I was dead tired late last night, and I just didn't have it. Like I, I was, I was correct in my assumption that I was just not going to be able to to make it through. Like I was going to to fall asleep mid pod. I, I just did not have the energy. The only thing that I could have done is just like uh, chug some coffee. But I'm like, it, it was it was too late, and it was just uh, it was not conducive. So I was like, I I, I got to tap out, and I don't like tapping out in that way, sir. I mean. Good for you, though, to just call it and be like, hey, I'd love to do it if I could. I just simply don't have it right now. You're doing a million things. I think it's uh, it's important to actually, as a man, be like, nah, not right now. Well, I appreciate that because it was that was that was the internal monologue with me was, uh, nah, man, not right now. Uh, <laughs> you don't have it. Um, I don't know. Uh, east was west. North was south. I think I misunderstood what uh, Pacific and East Coast time zones were. On our text thread, it was great. It was great, Evan. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I gotta say, for the pod, this is not uh, what I was expecting. Not, I, you know, we're gonna have a lot different conversation today than I think we were expecting. I mean, now that you've had twenty-four hours, the Niners steamrolling the Los Angeles Rams. Um, what, how are you feeling? You know, I just don't know. I have had 24 hours, and I just still don't know. Because, like, there's no real logic behind anything, Be you know, for the 49ers season. You know, like, there's really nothing that makes sense in terms of how players have played, who's doing well, who's not doing well, the games that they're winning versus the games they're losing. You know, you look at the game in itself in a box and you're like, okay, the Rams, who just added Vaughn Miller and Odell Beckham Jr., just lost at home against a good Titans team in a very bad way, throwing two interceptions, turning the ball over. No way they do it again, right? Mm -hmm. Wrong. They do it exactly the same. Two interceptions in the first quarter. Can't do anything uh as a football team and it made no sense uh, you know i i i was ready ready just i mean viking funeral had the little 49ers logo printed out in a little viking boat we're gonna light it on fire push it out to sea uh and then they win wow so you you really had no faith going into this game i i, I seem to recall on our last pod last week you were you were pretty much uh all the way out on this Niner season. Are you back in? Just you when know, they Chase, think you, you're out, they bring you Chase, back in. After, at the end of this podcast, mm-hmm. I uh, I will be going to see the new Marvel movie, The Eternals. Right. Uh, and I can be 100% honest with you and say, if it wasn't for the fact that my buddy had to change his schedule, I wouldn't have even watched the game last night. Hmm. I w- had all intentions of going and watching The Eternals instead of watching the game. Because I was convinced the 49ers were going to get absolutely blown out. I, what did I say to you? I was like, I'm sure we'll be able to start the podcast a little early rather than waiting till the end mm-hmm. of the game. That was not the case. Not at all. 
Um, yeah, no, our, our weekends went completely differently because uh, I don't know if you, you watched any of the, the Falcons Cowboys, Evan, but uh, it's pretty bad. It's it 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 pretty brutal. They literally kicked us off Fox um, early in the fourth uh, for, for Washington and Tampa Bay. It was a mercy, a mercy switch by, by the Fox broadcasters. But um, we'll get into the Falcons in a second because I have, I have some Falcons thoughts. But if you were to explain... Evan, like what uh, what happened? Why were the Niners able to thwart and send Matthew Stafford back in time to a, a previous Detroit Lions situation? Yeah, I mean, so first and foremost, the Niners are five and zero against the Rams. Uh, you know, I'm surprised that at the end of the game, Kyle Shanahan didn't pull an Aaron Rodgers and just go, "I still own you. I still <laughs> own you." Um, but the biggest thing for me was, you know. A pass rush with Aaron Donald is formidable in itself. And then they added Von Miller. But it seems like for whatever reason, the 49ers offensive line has just got that team figured out. Once again, Trent Williams is the highest graded left tackle in the league, like 98.5 on PFF. Uh, Daniel Brunskill completely handled Aaron Donald the whole time. I mean, it was just uh, – that's – you know, when I think about the, the Rams defense, that's the first thing, right, the defensive line. And, you know, the 49ers straight up did the job, you know, took care of business. Um, on top of that, on the offensive side of the ball, it was like as a 49ers fan, everything I've wanted just happened, right? Debo is getting all the different types of looks that Debo want – you want Debo to get, right, whether it's as a running back, which they had no answer for. Uh, as a you know a passing um, weapon in which he was you know, catching some of the most incredibly amazing balls and, you know runs after the catch was incredible. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, who's still not getting the ball as much as I want, was still getting it in pivotal pivotal times and still you know making plays right. And that's all you got to ask for someone like Brandon Ayuk. He got the ball in his hands and he made plays. Uh, George Kittle, right, obviously coming second game post injury. Getting the ball more. Had a great game. Um, you know, was absolutely manhandling people, blocking. I don't think we talk about it enough. And then, you know, the run game did its job, too. Elijah Mitchell is looking like the newest Raheem Mostert, who looked like the newest uh, Matt Breida, who looked like the newest, you know, all the way to Steve Slayton. Uh, you know, it just for whatever A reason. tradition unlike any other. Right. Kyle just knows how to handle these late-round undrafted free agent tile backs. Um, and everything they wanted to do for the most part worked. And the the Rams, I will say, really like tightened up on the run second half of the game. But by then, it was it was just too late. You know. Can they you really have uh, Mike Davis? Can we sit, can we send you Mike Davis and you give us one of one of your backs? We gave you one of our backs. You have Wendell. You have Gallman. Yeah, no, I don't. He doesn't do anything. He's he's not a factor right now. Honestly, though, I don't think it's uh, – I really don't think it's the, the running back, man. It's just the scheme, and I think Kyle shows that. I think if Wendell Gallman was on our team right Fine, now, we'll take Kyle back too. Sold. I, you know, hey, as a Falcons <laughs> fan, all you can do is just hope, you know, for, for quick death, right? What? Hope for quick death? Is that where you're at with me? You are just no, way. Like, hold on. Saying, you are way saying. too excited right now. You are just riding the San Francisco 49er high. You're just like, oh, I remember. You're doing the whole. I remember when I was in your position at one point. 
that feels like forever ago. That was Saturday is what we're thinking of with you. and Or Sunday, rather, because you didn't even play on Sunday. And now you're looking at me, coming off that kind of blowout to the Cowboys, uh, the, the Falcons looking destitute and horrible and completely night and day from what, how they looked uh, in New Orleans the previous week. But no the the falcons like it's uh it's bad but you're you're riding now you're flying too close to the sun with your no, 49ers I, I think you completely missed the point here okay i'm not saying anything other than if i was a falcons fan right now all i'm asking for is for this season to end as quickly as possible so that you guys can continue on the rebuild that's going to happen right because i mean after a game like that against the cowboys like what like what is there for you i mean there's no rebuild that's the problem is matt ryan's still here and this is still a group like it's just kind of amazing how little talent there is on defense it is grady jarrett and it is aj terrell and then it is nothing else there is nothing else um deon jones had his worst game as a falcon in this game on saturday or on sunday rather and aj terrell still doing stuff like he um only 19 yards allowed on two catches, three targets total. Ten weeks into the 2021 season, Terrell is allow, has yet to allow 100 yards in total coming from PFF. Like, he's just been, like, when you watch the games, he's he's amazing. And it was it was great cornerback display as a whole uh, in Cowboys-Falcons because Jordan Lewis uh, was great. Um, he had an all-time game. But, no, it's just the Falcons get no pass rush. They don't do anything on, on, that, on that front. CeeDee Lamb looks like a star so it's interesting that lamb went off because it wasn't going off against aj who the falcons picked aj terrell in front of lamb and at the time i wanted lamb because i was like let's just double down like who's stopping julio cd and ridley let's ride um but but yeah like he had 106 yards two tds eight targets like lamb was awesome in this one especially on fourth down and like the the over the middle stuff he's just really hard to cover quickly um but yeah zero sacks one tackle for loss total in this one like the entire game the falcons had one tackle for a loss Dak didn't get touched like it was just easy um it was it was really really easy for the for the cowboys on sunday and it was just it was one of the more pathetic efforts i've ever seen and i've seen a lot of bad efforts from the falcons in in my lifetime but that was that was one of the worst that was one where i'm like oh this might just be a one and done type thing for arthur smith and company where i'm like it was that bad where you just you can't be that bad and i think matt ryan had his worst statistical game as a falcon ever like it just right, topped but a- like you can't you accept that a bad game was a bad game here i mean like matt ryan just got done having a, a you know a great great couple of weeks like there's nothing wrong with just not having the roster in which you need and needing to make additional changes. This is going to take a year or two. But then by that point, where's Matt Ryan at? And then we Matt just Ryan is gone. Matt Ryan was gone at the beginning of this season. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan is a great quarterback that's locked into a contract that he can't get out of on a team that is not good enough to compete right now. Exactly. So the, they're just in a weird spot. Is, he'll be gone. Well, that's what I'm saying is I just, I don't know. I don't know what, what the immediate future looks like for the Falcons. I don't know if they pivot on their timeline. I don't know if they do other stuff, but like they just need so many more picks and they need to completely revamp this defense as a whole. Like they just need guys everywhere. And it's uh it's kind of alarming and kind of preposterous just how little talent there is on the defensive side of the ball. And also just Mayfield and McGarry are awful. Um, so Matt Ryan was getting killed once again. Mike Davis was a bust. Um, Cordell got hurt, but it looks like he's going to play on Thursday against the Pats. So, 
I don't know. That dude's a an animal. Pitts and uh, Patterson are, are just phenomenal. But uh, that's that's about it for for the Falcons. I just don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not having a good time, Evan. I'm not having I'm a not great time. Having a good time. <laughs> well, I you know I do think it it will soon be over. Really. No, it won't. We have what ten weeks, eleven weeks. No, nah, we have nine. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. We're just now at the over. halfway mark. The Falcons might make the playoffs. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's seven teams who make the playoffs now. Seven. Uh, Your yeah, Niners think... are in play. The Falcons are in play. Cam Newton being back in Carolina means Carolina is back in play. Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles, they're in play. The Seahawks, still in play. The Vikings, think... in play. I think this team is making you lose your mind. <laughs> I, this you sound like a man who is n- not. You're just just hanging on by a thread. <laughs> I don't know if it's the work schedule, the the school schedule, or the lack of sleep, or maybe you're drinking too much tea or whatever. But you look like you kind of sound like you're about to snap. Why? Because you're like <laughs> our, our our pets' heads are falling off. Like. All the above. I mean, uh, the Falcons aren't making the playoffs. I, I'm like Charlie so, Kelly and always sitting in Philadelphia when he's he's trying to solve uh, the mystery. Uh, I haven't watched it in a while. Why am I blanking on their name? Did you ever watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Not like that. No? Okay. Well, I'm trying to remember. He's like, this man does not exist. And they're like, not only does this man exist, he's been asking about his mail for days. Um, that's how I feel. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I just think the NFC is going to be a dumpster fire, and I've I have no idea what to make of it. Were you surprised though? What was your biggest surprise with the Rams? Like, why? What, what do you think was the the ultimate reason as to why they got blown out here? Um, I have no idea. Mm. Like, literally, once again, I can't stress this enough. There's no logical reason. If you would have paid attention to every single football game that has been played this year, the only reason that makes sense if you're following the history of this season is just that good teams have lost to bad teams a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's not even just NFL. I feel like it's happened in college. We've been talking about that. I really don't know if like maybe this is just the effects of a post-COVID like football season, right? They're still trying to figure out practices and stuff like that. But like it's week nine and teams are not locked in. There's no reason, if you look at how the 49ers have lost to the Colts in a very bad Seahawks team and, you know, barely losing to the to the Packers early on and, you know, especially losing to Colt McCoy and a DeAndre Hopkins-less Fal- uh, Cardinals team. So much for the Rams going all in since then. Yeah. There's no reason. There's no reason the 49ers should have lost that or won that game. But for not only did they win it, they destroyed them. So, this is how bonkers the NFL is at the moment. Can I give you pro football talk? Uh, so, Mike Florio released his Week 11 uh, power rankings. Would you like to hear where we're at right now with the top 10? Absolutely. Okay. Titans, number one. Packers, two. Cowboys, three. Cardinals, four. Those are all eight and two teams. Four eight and two teams here. Um, Rams five, Bucks six, Bill seven, Pats eight, Baltimore nine, KC ten. What a weird year, man! Like I have no idea what to make of this list, but I'm like, there is not one part of me, 
Not one part of me believes that we're on our way to a Titans Packers Super Bowl. We got Julio out for it looks like a month. Henry's gone. I, I don't think this is going to keep up, but then they just keep winning. The Titans are just, I, I don't understand it, but they just keep doing it. The Packers, I just, we'll see. Uh, they just lost Aaron Jones. Maybe AJ Dillon's, they can ride him for the rest of the way. But like, I am not all the way in on anyone, on anyone in this top 10. It's kind of amazing now. Like the, the Bucks falling to six and three. It's pretty, pretty wild. They're not going to have home field advantage. It looks like early on the Cowboys might get the one seed. Like they might, uh, just because of the NFC East being that bad and then being seven and two, like that's kind of preposterous. So we need to think about that. But like, do you, when you hear those names, like what stands out to you? Like, does that sound right to you? Cause I just can't make a case for and against a lot of these teams. You know, I think the thing that my best friend would absolutely kill me for saying this. The thing that makes the most sense to me is, or the least sense to me is the Titans. Yeah. But like when you read about, you read their feats on paper, everybody keeps tweeting it. It's like, you know, they're seven and zero against playoff teams or whatever. All these, you know, they haven't lost a game against a team with a winning record in however many times. When you hear those things, it's like, okay, I get it. But I still look at this Titans team, even with how good their defense is playing, and I'm like, I just – I don't know. I don't know that that's – I don't know. They really remind me of the 49ers in 2019. Like the quarterback's decent. He's going to – you know, he can win – he can he can do enough to win the game, but he's probably not going to win you the game. Um, the defense is playing lights out. Running game is not as good. Is I think probably what stresses me out the most out for there. Um, I just think that this year the NFL is going to have a Super Bowl winner that no one really expected. I think the playoffs are going to be weird as hell. I don't think anybody's going to be like you got a better chance of like predicting a March Madness top, you know, Elite Eight than I think you do the playoffs this year. Yeah, and I wonder what the wrinkle of just I, 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 I'm excited to see how much the one seed matters um, after it all unfolds because teams now are going to be at each other's throats. And I think the regular season uh, will be even of more importance as these weeks go on because the it's you can't just look at two top seeds and both getting buys. It's one. And um, I think a lot of teams are going to be like within a game of each other fighting for that first round buy, which I think will be critical because there's going to be I think there's going to be a lot of bloodbaths on wildcard weekend. And uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Cause we've seen a lot of number one seeds and number one seeds on both sides make the super bowl the last few years. So I wonder if that changed a little bit with the introduction of another, another playoff team in both sides. Um, did you see Najee Harris? Didn't know you could tie. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Okay. Do you believe him? That was fun. Yeah. I, th- I believe it all the time. I mean, if you okay. think about it, like, College players have no idea what the NFL, what happens in the NFL. And, and you hear these, these quotes all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. When people are like, oh, you know, what did you think about Drew Brees and when you were growing up? He's like, I didn't really watch the NFL. You know, like comments like that just show that I think athletes growing up playing sports are so focused on their sport and working out and training that they don't really have a lot of time. So I, I, you know, I don't. I'm not surprised at a, a rookie running back going. Uh, yeah, I have I had no idea that was a possibility. 
I love that. I also, I'm noticing a theme here. Najee Harris seems like a great dude. And I just want a spinoff podcast where Najee Harris explain, like people explain, the, or I, how can I frame this? So like Najee also didn't understand NIL. Do you remember his stuff earlier this year with Gavin Newsom? where he did some kind of thing with him and he started talking about NIL and he's like, I wish it was there when I was there, but like what he thought he would have gotten at Alabama, they're like, Oh no, that none of that would, would apply to what you're talking about with NIL. And it's like, I think we need a whole thing on that with Najee Harris, just explaining things or someone just being like, okay, here's what you can do. You can't do that, but you can do that. I, I know. Or just like, just, just, just asking him general questions. Like, yeah. Najee, what do you think mm-hmm. is okay for players to receive in the NCAA? <laughs> you know, I just don't know what kind of answers he'll give. Like, I think he's just, uh, it's, it's fascinating. Um, it, it, we all have our blind spots. Uh, Evan, what is your biggest blind spot? What are you, what have you found in, in your personal life when people are like, how do you not know that? What, what, what topic area is the most common? Anything, anything manual labor. <laughs> Anything that requires physically doing something outside of like Ikea, mm-hmm. like I don't know a single thing about manual laborers, uh, outlook on life. Mm. Do you build things? No fucking clue. Or no, no clue. Uh, do you, do you work on cars? No clue. Not, mm-hmm. wouldn't even have the slightest idea. Uh, are you telling me you got to, you got to fix a, a pipe in your, in your, in your kitchen? I'm going to call a guy. Mm. Do you think you're going to change when you buy a house one day? Do you think no, you'll, I think, you'll I, think I, I think I'm going to have to make sure that I just make enough money to always be able to afford to call the guy. I like that. I like that. I've often thought the same thing, um, but we'll see. Uh, apparently, my dad uh, changed when he bought his house. Like it was just one of those things you you just start playing with stuff because you're like, I guess it's my house. So I don't want to call anybody, and you take this weird pride and fixing it yourself and then it just spirals from there and you just become before you know it tim the Toolman taylor yeah yeah i mean like i said those there's people for that mm-hmm. and i just don't think i'll ever be that i've just never been a a kind of i like building hand i like doing things myself guy mm-hmm. i i can't tell you the joy i felt when i moved into this apartment mm-hmm. and i downloaded the task rabbit app and what is from that? my it is essentially uh think an uber type app where you just go i need this type of person you can go through pick people that will do tasks right and i literally from my couch was like i want someone to come mount my tv (laughs) and i think i paid the guy like i think it was like maybe like 120 bucks with tip Mm -hmm. and he just showed up at my house with tools and put my TV up, and it looks Wait, great. were these not professionals? Like, where do they? Where did they get? No, they from? They, are, they are a professional. You have okay. to apply to the service, and there's like ratings, obviously, the same way there is with an Uber driver. Okay, right? You're not going in blind here. It's not like a Craigslist no, situation. No, okay. no, 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 not at all. It's a tax grabbing situation. Shout out mm. to tax grabbing. You should sponsor our pod. Um, <laughs> Evan's yeah, a big fan. I, Reach out. You know, and uh, yeah, and I, I that's the type of guy I am. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I, um, I'm just very like, this is going to sound weird, but like I used to always like, I shouldn't even say I used to, I I get onto my parents or close family members and sometimes friends about this where it's like, I know how much time we all have in the day. And like, for me, I know how much time I have to 
to watch everything I need to watch, to read everything I need to read, to plan as much as I need to plan. So like I have blind spots and I wish I had more time to be more informed about certain things, but I genuinely don't. So um, when I like whenever I would be at a family gathering and I just hear a hot take from mom, I'm like, mom, you don't need to have an opinion on that and uh she was like uh, i can have an opinion on you and i was like no i know how you spend your nights i know what's going on here you you haven't read up you saw a headline and you've extrapolated it out i love you mom but uh no and i would i am a, an opinion policer is i guess part where i'm getting at with this where i'm like i don't believe you've actually spent the time on that because i also and very like aware of like the stuff that i don't have time to spend on so i'm like i don't have an opinion on that i am a strong like i either feel well-spoken enough and well-read enough to talk about that particular thing or i evade the topic altogether i'm like i have no nothing to add i i you might as well be speaking another language i I, i've never read anything about it no nothing about it and that's it i I either know a lot i guess is what i'm saying about it or i don't know anything yeah i mean i think you're getting to that age where you're like I mean, you're really just an old crotch, a crotchety old man <laughs> waiting to happen. Like, you're going to get to the point where everybody's opinions piss you off, but you just don't care enough to, like, be involved. Like, I mean, really, like, you're just one bad day from becoming Red Foreman, if you think about it. You know how, like, the entire, like, Joker, Batman, one mm-hmm. bad day comic, you know? I think you're just one, da- you're one bad day away from just calling everyone a dumbass. You know what's funny about that is my friends and uh, family growing up uh, referred to the relationship with my dad and myself as the Red Foreman, Eric Foreman relationship. And I even got told all the time growing up that I looked like Eric Foreman. So I guess that would make sense to eventually transition into Red. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I don't know. Actually, I shouldn't say I like it. Um, well, let's get into a recap this week. NFL Week 10 Mr. Swords, um, Steelers, as we mentioned, tied with the Detroit Lions. This was what a mess of a game. What what a mess of a game. What did you take away from it? I just think it ended the only way God would allow, right? <laughs> just suffering until the very last second for both fans. No happiness, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, of all things, you know, has there ever been a sixteen and sixteen tie before in history? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Um, you know, I, there's things that you kind of want to like. I, you love seeing DeAndre Swift get the ball. I, I feel like the, the Lions have forever been trying to figure out a way to get a solid running back. Um, so I like seeing him rush for 130, even if it wasn't, you know, five quarters. The, the Lions, man, they, the, the thing that makes me most upset TJ Hawkinson is easily their most dynamic playmaker outside of the running back position. Maybe overall, not a single reception in five quarters. So, I don't know, man. Pretty pathetic all around. The Steelers, Mason Rudolph. You know, he was really bad. Mason Rudolph is awful. By the way, how did you give Mason Rudolph 50 uh, passing attempts? Hmm. What are we doing there? Mason Rudolph, 50 pass attempts. That's like bringing me in and be like, hey, you know what? Actually, we want you to remodel the whole kitchen. All of it. No. We're going to have you just like maybe, you know, hit, hit a couple nails, hammer some nails, screw some screws. No. Go in there, redo the whole the whole countertops. 
What what are you doing giving Mason Rudolph fifty pass attempts? Uh, not playing a style that's conducive to long term success. I don't think. Also, what are we doing throwing out Rudolph there? Try out Dobbs or Haskins. What are we doing? Why why are we still throwing Mason Rudolph out there? How is he still the best option? Haskins apparently looks good in camp. You know, he hated his whole team, which if you look at the Washington football team as an organization, don't really blame him. Don't you just kind of want to see what Haskins could do after him being a first round pick and failing miserably? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, this should be trial by error and just see what happens. But I guess the way they're looking at it is like if Mason Rudolph can uh, sneak his way through and get us into this uh, back into the AFC playoff picture um, while Ben's out with COVID. Um, I don't know. Like it was this was a bad game all around. And I just I have no idea what to make of the Steelers, but not not glue, uh, not positive. And then you have on the Lions side of things, there's no way they don't go in 16 and one right like of course this is how it ends for them this year yeah i just think it's a good wrinkle right mm-hmm. i think it's a good wrinkle we, we wanted to see them be the first oh and uh oh and 17 team but i mm-hmm. honestly think being the first oh and 16 and one team is funnier don't you <laughs> i think it's better yeah i think it's better think are you pro tie in general as a, as a team in football, because I think it, it, you know, what's weird is it just feels right in soccer. I don't know if it's because we were conditioned to it for something like that, but like in terms of let's get something really very clear, mm. very clear. It doesn't feel right. I don't okay. care if it's soccer or football. Mm. There is no reason on earth why a game should end in a tie and people be excited about it. It's one thing for people to, for a game to an end in a tie, the way that the Lions and Pittsburgh Steelers fans felt after that game, that's the only way you should be celebrating a tie. Just sadness, confusion, just all around upset, right? To see soccer fans have a game end in a tie and be excited, no scoring whatsoever, disgusting. Not a big soccer guy, Evan Swords. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it It is what it is. But I will say, shout out to the Steelers fans who went to this one because cold, dreary, and you could not pay me enough money. Not pay me enough money, Mr. Swords, to go watch Jared Goff versus Mason Rudolph in 2021 in that weather. No way. All right, no way. You can offer me 500 bucks to do it. Not doing it. I mean, I didn't pay money to go to the 49ers Colts game in the absolute pouring rain bomb cyclone. And I can definitely tell you, I will never do that again. (laughs) Bomb cyclone, if that's Mm -hmm. something that's coming to a store near you, Mm -hmm. count count me out. There you go. Um, The Dolphins stunned the Ravens on Thursday night. Um, What did you what did you make of this? Tua comes in late. Uh, there are some gigantic big plays, broken coverages by the Ravens. And that's just something that's weirdly plagued them all year is their defense is awesome 98% of the time. And then they just give up these crazy boneheaded plays that just spring guys like Albert Wilson down the left-hand side for gigantic gains. Um, this was weird, uh, bad loss for the Ravens, but I don't know. Like, are you, are you feeling better about, uh, the Dolphins now? And are you feeling a little bit more worse and skeptical about the Ravens? I can't with any seriousness say that I'm feeling good about the Dolphins. Um, Once again, and I can't stress this enough because it's happened a million times this year, bad teams are beating good teams. Good teams are losing to bad teams. 
Nothing makes sense. The I Dolphins beating the Ravens makes as much sense to me as the 49ers beating the Rams. Mm-hmm. I mean, or the or the or the Washington football team beating the Bucks. I'm telling you, this is a bizarro universe. Barry Allen has messed up this timeline. <laughs> I don't want to get that reference. It's the Flash. Okay. He, yeah, don't worry. It's okay. It's not a bit. You know, we're, I, I, you know, that's my fault for pushing for two <laughs> comic book references. I got greedy. I apologize. Let's move forward, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll get better. Wait, what was the first one? Uh, I just said it. What was it? I can't remember. Okay. I can't live in the live in the past like that. You're just comic booked out. You want to see the Eternals tonight? You make it. I literally, I literally have a tattoo on my leg. It is comics. So yes, I'm pretty there. Do you do this podcast two more years before you get a CT podcast uh, tattoo, or is it three to four? When are we? What is the timeline there? Well, it depends on whether or not TaskRabbit is going to sponsor us. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll get a little TaskRabbit tattoo. You know, what are we talking about? Oh man! Oh man! Um, the Colts survived the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any any strong takes on that one? Strong takes, no. But it was interesting to watch as the Forty ers are are supposed to play them uh, next week. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Both teams disgust me. Wait, the Niners get the Jags next week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very that's excited. a good look for you guys. The bounce back's coming. Niners have the third third easiest strength of schedule for the rest of the season. Ooh, look at you. You were so out on the Niners a week ago, and you're just I, you're all the I, way back in. I still am. These are just things that I'm reading. No, you're I thinking Super Bowl. You're thinking Super Bowl. Super Bowl, I am not. I can promise you that. So, I mean, yeah, and all, all in all, it was a weird season. The Washington football teams and the Bucks that made no sense at all. At all. Tom Brady throws two picks. Fournette, 11 carries. I mean, they didn't even really throw the ball that much. Yeah, I don't know. They threw um, eight receptions from Leonard Fournette. And Chase Young's out for this year, so they didn't have him. Like, I, I don't know. There's McLaurin got destroyed. Did you see that catch he had to ice the game where he took a shot and held onto the ball? That guy's a player. Love me some Terry McLaurin. Yeah, he's a good kid. Very exciting to watch. I can't, did you know that Giovanni Bernard's still in the in the league? <laughs> yeah, Giovanni. Already, yeah, I mean, he was a uh, he was like one of those guys for years on fantasy that I just had stashed as my flex running back. Um, he's been a flex running back for thirteen years. So, isn't it interesting that you know, like we talked about the the Super Bowl contending San Francisco 49ers have a have a layup and play the Jaguars. Mm. Uh, the other Super Bowl contenders, the Tennessee Titans, are going to be playing the Texans this week. Hmm. Do you know the Falcons get on a short week? The Patriots, who blew out the Browns uh, on Sunday. I think this was the biggest thunder to me. Uh, Mac Jones lit him up. Um, he actually made some good big-time throws. Uh, and we should make a, a note here that uh, could have been San Francisco 49er Mac Jones. Um, but Yeah, I'm, trust me. I'm okay with that. I don't know if mm-hmm. you saw Mac Jones' like, targets on mm-hmm. the, the radar dots mm-hmm. and, and, and overall play. Him and Jimmy Garoppolo are the same quarterback. <laughs> He's a yak they're machine. He's a, they're the same human being. They're the same. Is that okay? I mean, you're pretty, you're a pretty big Jimmy guy, though. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, I'm 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 a fan of Jimmy for what he can do, and I'm excited that Trey probably can do a little bit more. I don't want another Jimmy. We've got one. 
Mm-hmm. I would have rather keep three first round picks and just kept Jimmy. It's fair. Uh, the Panthers blew out the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. Cam Newton's back. He he scored a touchdown, I think, on his first two plays um, with the Panthers. Um, dude was awesome. They they blew out the Cardinals. Also, just like you mentioned with uh, the Niners owning the Rams, um, Sean McVay being owned by Kyle, uh, Sean, uh, Kyle Shanahan owning Sean McVay. The Panthers also weirdly own the Cardinals. Like, there's a strong history there. The the Panthers just uh, taking care of business. But also, Colt McCoy got hurt, so they're down to their third string. So we'll see what Kyler's situation looks like. But the the Cardinals are starting to get hit pretty strong with the uh, injury bug, so they need to be careful here. But the Panthers are also just a different team when Christian McCaffrey's healthy. Ten catches, sixty six yards, thirteen carries, ninety five yards. Like he's a, just a he's a two hundred yard machine, all purpose guy when he's in the lineup. I just I wish that guy was available uh, all season long because he's really fun to watch. Yeah, you know, I completely, I, I do agree. I, I think, I think next season we'll probably get a little bit more of that than we'd actually want. Can you explain to me how the Packers shut out the Seattle Seahawks? And oh, sure. I have a follow up. Do you believe DK Metcalf did not know that he was uh, kicked out of the game? And that he could not go back in. I don't think he knew. I'm, I'm going to stick knew. to that. I don't, I don't think he knew because I don't think in a game like that, if DK knew, are you really going to try and go back in? Like, you know, that's not really something you argue. Um, that's something I would happen? try, though. I respect it. I'm telling you guys, I, I've, you know, I am the foremost authority on watching teams crumble and collapse. My <laughs> Portland Trailblazers are currently in the process of doing it, and my mm. 49ers have done it three times three in the past uh, 10 years. This is a Seahawks team that has nothing to fight for anymore. They've already had a terrible roster. I don't think there's any buy-in from the Pete Carroll front anymore. And usually you could get a win or you can get competitive games from Russell Wilson. He's just coming off a finger injury. He tried to treat that finger injury like Alex Smith treated almost dying from losing his leg, right? Like he was like hype videos. He posted a photo of the pin that came out of his like foot or hand, whatever. It was, uh, the, the Seahawks are a walking joke and punchline, and it's just I'm happy that they, they're starting to play that way too. Russell Wilson is going to do great in Denver or Pittsburgh, wherever he decides to go. Uh, and I am very excited for uh, the Falcons to be pathetic. Wow. Not the Falcons, uh, the Seahawks. Mm. I just, can they keep it going? Can they be pathetic for a healthy full year of Russell Wilson? I don't know. I have my doubts, but man, this is, they're digging themselves a hole, man. Um, it's just, it really does feel like this is, this is the end with Pete Carroll. This really is starting to feel more and more like the beginning of the end there. Yeah, I really do. I really do agree. Um, the Eagles blew out the Broncos. Devonte Smith, sir, goes off. Did you see him moss Patrick Sertain in the right-hand side of uh, the end zone in this one? Yeah, it was, that was I, dirty. Devontae Smith had his, the best game of his season, without a doubt. He's also just like wild to watch. So when you watch like the tape of like how he gets open and stuff like that, I just he's he's a little guy and he's like mossing dudes. And I just I don't understand how he does it. Devontae Smith is a marvel to me, uh, especially in the NFL of how he he does what he does. He's he's an absolute delight. I am glad to see him playing well because, you know, with a receiver like that, with an un 
you know, un, you know, a kind of a, a unproven quarterback. You didn't know if he would be able to live up to the potential and hype that I think he did coming out of Alabama, being the MVP. Uh, what, not the MVP. What do they call it? The Heisman. Sorry, the Heisman. Yes, not a lot of those at Oregon, so you're not familiar. <laughs> hey, you know what? You leave Joey Heisman ten alone. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Joey Harrington. Wait, did Marcus uh, Mariota win it? Now I'm wondering. Did yeah, he did. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Did he win a national title? Uh, no, I can definitely say for sure that he did not. Did Joey Harrington? No. no. Uh, Dennis no Dixon? The answer is going to be no all the way around. Dennis <laughs> Dixon almost did and got injured. Uh, Jeremiah Masoli? Oh, God. You mean Canadian Football League legend? Uh, did he go to the CFL? Um, yeah, he did, and he played a lot for a hmm. long time. Did really well out there. Uh, but, yeah. Anyways, uh, I, I, you know, who knows? I, I think I got an, uh, my Uber is coming in probably about 10 minutes, five minutes, something like that. So Did you already call the Uber for the movie? I mean, it, you know, in LA, this is, might be a little bit different for you in a smaller town, mm-hmm. but I kid you not, most of the times an Uber will take 20 minutes to show up. Uh-huh. And in that process, it'll cancel. Like people will just cancel randomly. Hmm. So I, I called it, um, it honestly is thoroughly amazing. I hate this place. Um, I, I called it eight minutes ago, and uh, two people have already canceled. And uh, yeah, so no rush. But either you know, all jokes aside, the Eagles and Broncos. I couldn't care less about either of those games. Those are meaningless teams. Uh, if they either of one of them squeak into the playoffs, they will lose. Immediately, uh, the Chiefs are back. Did he, they ever left? I, mean, I don't think know you're back you by beating. I don't think you're back by blowing out the Raiders. The Raiders are a good team. Did you see my tweet about Patrick Mahomes? No. I said, and I think it's really pertinent. I'm okay. like, no one thought that Patrick Mahomes was bad. Everyone just recognized that he was playing bad, and we were in relishing and enjoying the fact that he was playing bad and yeah we really enjoyed it i don't think he was ever you know bad and i i just think that like i said there's no rules this season even patrick mahomes has off games and and you know he throws five touchdowns this game and he's certainly back 406 yards five touchdowns zero interceptions the highest receiving he had 200 yard receiving options tyree kill at 83 yards Mm. Like just one, two, three, four, five players averaged over ten yards per reception. Incredible. Hmm. They had well, the same record going into that game. Yeah, that's pretty bonkers. But I think the Raiders are coming back down to reality. I think the Chiefs are figuring some stuff out. Um, the Vikings people just they they want to get rid of the Vikings. Mike Zimmer is like no. Not so fast, my friend, in the, in the words of the Great League Corso. You can't get rid of the Vikings. You can't do it. Because Mike Zimmer, there's nothing that man loves more than going nine and uh, winning nine or eight games in a 16-game season. 17 games? Guess what? They're going eight, eight and nine. They're going nine and uh, nine and eight, something like that. The Vikings are not falling off a cliff. doesn't matter how many injuries, how many frustratingly dumb uh, losses they have. They're going to play everybody close. Doesn't matter who you are. Chargers, Bucks, 
doesn't matter. Packers, they're playing you close and they're going to go either way every week. And I apologize, Eric Thompson and all my uh, great Vikings listeners. But uh, yeah, the the Vikings are just going to be a pain. They're not going to completely fall apart. And the Chargers, I don't know, man. The Chargers were looking like Super Bowl contenders weeks ago. And now it's, uh, I don't even know if they're a playoff team. Yeah, I mean, I, all of the uh, kind of analysts of Twitter, if you will, had really kind of broken down the last few weeks and how Justin Herbert is essentially being handcuffed in the same way that Jimmy Garoppolo was and that we know he can do more uh, and they just keep relishing him to these like short yardage, you know, one step, one step drop, uh, three to four yard uh, passes. It's just like sad. How do you have a talent like Justin Herbert and, and do that? I don't know, man. It doesn't make sense. No. Um, last game, Bills blew out the Jets. Um, I have a bonkers stat for you in this one. So when the Bills were only up ten to three late, uh, late in the second quarter, after that point in the game, they uh scored four unanswered touchdowns in less than a quarter. Bills woke up, man. The Bills ended the Mike White era before it ever really took off. Zach Wilson's team once again go Jets. Did uh well so first before we go to the Jets mm-hmm. did Mike did Mike White you know, I, I'll let me did they end the Mike White thing before it ever started or did Mike White end it by saying he thought he was should have been the first overall pick in the draft I enjoy that did you not I enjoy like that it sometimes mm-hmm. but like when you're that big of a discrepancy in terms of talent mm-hmm. like. I would have liked to have said maybe a first round. I should have been taking the first round. Okay with that. Number one overall, kind of ballsy. I don't know. This is the number one sports podcast overall. If I'm doing a if I'm doing a draft for national sports podcast shows, one through thirty, I'm going Chase Thomas Podcast one, aren't you? I mean, yeah. You gotta have that mindset. You gotta have that attitude. I, you you gotta have that mindset. You don't gotta say it in front of the na- live national spotlight. What if I just opened every podcast from here on out? Hello and welcome to the number one, where Chase Thomas was the number one podcast in America. He should have been number one years ago. People made mistakes. He should have been number one on the Apple charts years ago. It, it, now, when I say it out loud in this context, it sounds petty. Are, are you there? Mm-hmm. Did you figure it? Did you figure it out? What did I figure out? That it's it sounds a little weird. Yeah, I had to say it out loud for myself. I did put myself okay. in, the, in that context. Okay, There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Do you have a two minute hot take for us? Do you have a soured says? <sighs> what? A soured says? You know, it's Who? like so. Do you know how like there's Simon says? Well, for you, it's soured says. Right, it's just the complete mispronunciation of my last name. Sword like says doesn't work with it. It has to it, be soured I says. I promise you, soured <laughs> says does not work with it either. <laughs> And remember, there's only one person in this little situation that thinks everything needs to have a tagline. And I promise you, that's not one of them. Um, I don't know that I have a two-minute rant. I mean, I, I have kind of the overarching theme in which I've been saying it. This season makes no sense. And I genuinely mean it. I don't think anyone can really guess who's going to win the Super Bowl. I don't. And if you and if the, if the Chiefs win, Patrick Mahomes wins, and you're like, well, I knew it all along. 
look at my tweets from January or, you know, September when I was like, yeah, they're going to win. No, uh, nothing makes sense. If the, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl after losing four games in the first eight weeks, no, it doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense. The Titans winning the Super Bowl certainly doesn't make sense. The Patriots doing this well with Mac Jones doesn't make sense. The Bills losing early on, really kind of playing weird all, all year, doesn't make sense. Mm, I agree. I agree. Um, are you ready to hit our Forget the Lines week 11 picks before your Uber gets here? Uh, yeah. Ready when you are. Patriots <laughs> I, I'm home. ready, sir. Uh, Patriots and Falcons, I'm assuming you're going Falcons. No. Short week. Cordero's banged up. I it, the the Pats are playing well. That defense looks good. Um better defense than the Cowboys have on Sunday. Mac is rolling. I I mean Damian Harris looks like he might be out, but I don't know. You have Brandon Bolden, apparently, who can just step right in there. Um they had another made up running back that I forget who that was on, on Sunday. Damian but Harris, uh, something like that. Yeah. Uh no, give me give me the Pats. Falcons oh. are wearing, I believe, the uh the great the great uh, yeah love those mm-hmm. okay uh bears coming off a bye or the ravens the ravens aren't going too straight to the dolphins uh bears we gotta we gotta do some real digging if that ends up being the case i would agree uh packers vikings i just talked about the vikings and how it's gonna be weird like this can be close Anyone who thinks they're blowing them out uh, is mistaken. No Aaron Jones anymore, but AJ Dillon looked great this past week. So I think this is going to be a low scoring, a low scoring banger. I'm going to go Packers, but I think it's like 23, 20 or something. Okay. I'm going to take the Packers as well. Colts bills. I got the bills, but like, is this a game that the Colts could realistically win? Yes. Wow. I think Colt Stevens is good. Um, and Jonathan Taylor might win the rushing title. I could see that. But the Bills figured some stuff out offensively last week. I, I'm i going to say this is super high scoring, but I would not be surprised if the Colts did win this one, but I'm going to say Bills. 41-30. Okay. okay. Lions and Browns. Oh, my goodness. Two this is what the Browns needed, though. Well. The Browns really needed this one the get right game so give me the browns this was lucky scheduling right here all right and uh i would agree by the way washington and carolina another weird it's cam newton come through yeah washington's not doing this back-to-back weeks and he's gonna be extra motivated by the ron rivera era ending the i am going to take washington oh because I don't think that the Cam Newton story is as, as positive and happy as, as everyone else says. I think Cam's not a good quarterback. And he played, you know, interestingly enough, decent last week. I don't think he repeats it. I'm going, I'm going Washington. Ooh, okay. Texans and Titans. Wow, how easy. Evan and Chase both choose the uh, uh, Titans. The Titans. Nine and two Tennessee. That's preposterous. I think we can both agree that the 49ers in all of their mess-ups probably won't lose against the Jaguars. They should not know. Awesome. All right. And then Dolphins and Jets. 
This is tough. Um, where are the Dolphins at now? Are they three and seven? Uh, I wouldn't ever. Don't I hope you never expect me to know the answer to that ever. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I'm trying to do, like they're third in the, the AFC ch- East now. And okay, Jets- so I have their schedule in front of me. Can I read you? Go ahead, so they go ahead, go ahead. so they got the Jets, the Panthers at home, the Giants at home, the Jets at home, Saints on the road. That's their next five. They could run the gauntlet there. I think I'm taking Dolphins. I think we're going to see a second half Dolphin surge. Call me I'm, crazy, but I think a Dolphin second half surge is coming. Give me the give me the fins. I'm going to take, take the Jets, Jets. after mm. Robert Sala had a nice little trash talk session with uh, Rex Ryan. Yeah, what's that about? What's going on there? I mean, I think Rex is just trying to say it's pathetic that you guys constantly trash me when this guy comes in. He's supposed to be a defensive-minded coach. He said he's similar to me, and his defense is terrible. I think I think the problem is, is yet Rex is warranted for wanting – you know, admiration and, and respect for what he did with the Jets, which it is impressive going to two AFC championships with Mark Sanchez. But I think he's trying to trash a rookie head coach, and that's not how you do it. Mm. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. It's just getting your name out there to me. Yeah. All right. And uh, Saints and Eagles. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> the Uber's here, folks. <laughs> Well, Saints we're, Eagles. We're uh, also just dancing around talking about the Dolphins and Jets and Texans and Titans. And I think the Dolphins are going to be interesting matter. over the next few weeks. And you'll be wrong. And you'll okay. always be wrong. <laughs> the Dolphins. Anyways, Saints and Eagles. I'm going to go ahead and take the Eagles. I think the Saints, they can't keep this slide going. But them not doing anything to address the quarterback stuff um, and just riding with Simeon and Taysom Hill the rest of the way after Jameis went down was just a weird. Like You're going to have to go Ian Book sooner rather than later, I think. So give me the Saints. And then Bengals and Raiders. Uh, Bengals are also sliding pretty horribly, but they coming off. They're coming off a bye. Give me the Bengals. Awesome. Uh, we have we, the last three. We have been different. Um, I'm taking the Raiders. I think they're just a better team. Cowboys and Chiefs. This is a really. This will be a good game. Fun game to watch. Yeah, I think this will be a, a banger. What time is this? Is this 4:25 or Sunday Night Football? Uh, this is Sunday at one twenty-five. It's a one o'clocker. Well, I mean, for me, a one o'clocker. So, so it's four. Four for you. Yeah, four for for America, sir. Um, okay. Hmm. Give me the Cowboys here. Cool. I'm gonna take the Chiefs just because so, I want the Cowboys. You think they're back? You're all in on the Chiefs again? No, 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 no. This is all petty. I want I want Cowboys fans to suffer after. The- oh, okay. A great team following that. Seahawks, Cardinals. Cardinals are going to win this game. Uh, give me the Seahawks. I don't think the Cardinals are healthy, and I think... Uh, we are five for five choosing different teams here. Can we do it again? Steelers mm-hmm. and Chargers. I've got the Chargers. Steelers, Chargers? Yep. Give me the Steelers! Oh, I love this. Give me the Steelers. The Chargers fall continues. And then Giants and Bucks, we will both be taking the Bucks. Yeah, I think this is the Bucks here. All right, brother. Is that Monday Night Football next week? Uh, yeah, yeah. Giants okay. and Bucks, terrible game. Hmm. Manning cast. Eli yeah. calling a Giants game. I'm okay with it. Um, that could be fun. 
Tom Brady actually on the game. Them talking about Tom Brady while it's happening. That could be a really, really underrated uh, Manning cast next week, if that's what it is. I don't know if the, what their schedule is in front of me. Um, did you know, as we hop off here, the Spider-Man trailer is out. I'm trying to get off, get off the podcast so I can watch it. So what you're saying, Evan, is that you would like to wrap up this podcast so that you can move on to other things. So Uber, to, Uber's in three minutes. Podcast is or the trailer's three minutes long. Like do the math. Let's, well, let's, let's Evan, I gotta, up, you know, we can't hang it up until you do your thing. What is your I, spiel? Well, I listen, you guys need to go give him a five star <laughs> review. Cause I will kill this man if he doesn't get me off the podcast. So for the sake of his own safety, I'm going to need you guys to go and get that five star review. I didn't know where that sentence was going. It took a, a wild start to it, and uh, it, ended, it ended nicely. So, uh, Mr. Swords, thank you as always. I will talk to you next week. Enjoy Internals. All right, bud. It's a pleasure. Take care. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah.